Welcome to the Awake to Joy podcast. The advice and strategies contained here may not be suitable for your situation, and you should consult a professional where appropriate. Let's listen to today's program. Hey, Renee. Hi, Annette. (laughs) Today we're going to talk about bravery, and you can't have bravery unless you're getting past the fear. And we've talked about fear quite a bit, but I ran across uh, John Acuff had some words that he had talked about where he says, fear never ends. It's unfair. It always moves the goal and it always changes the rules. And it's so true, which changed the game. And the biggest thing he said was fear doesn't finish. Hmm. It never stops bravery is what starts. And that's where we want to begin today is talk about choosing bravery. Okay. (laughs) Bravery, because I'm thinking Renee's going to say, well, what exactly is the definition of bravery? So (laughs) I'm sure to look that up for you. It's the quality or state of having or showing mental or moral strength Mm. and facing danger, fear, or a difficulty. Okay. So the mental and moral strength. Mental or moral strength. So the mental strength is to deal with stressors, pressures, challenges that come your way in life. All of a sudden, you got so much to do today. It's taking up your mental strength just to even focus in on all the tasks that are piling up. True. If that makes sense. Or new, yeah. Or new decisions that you have to come up with an answer fast. Yes. And you could wear yourself down to the point where even a simple decision of right and wrong is becoming exhausting for you. We got moral strength, and that has to do more with your traits, your virtues, how you approach living your life. Like I like to have honesty and compassion and generosity and courage, and those things are just my virtues that I have. So that's that moral strength. Draw that out a little more. Hmm. Well, it's a way of how I'm choosing or to have generosity. And I could do that bravely. I can choose compassion in a brave manner. Like I could see somebody I don't even know. There's nothing to me worse, and everybody has a different temperament, but for me it is, for you it's not, to see somebody all of a sudden crying at the store or somebody breaking down, Lord, should I go up to them? Just put my hand on their shoulder? Is there words that I should say? I don't know them, but I know it's calling for a moment of compassion. For you, you'd go up to any stranger at any time probably not even check with God or nothing and go right in there and show great compassion. That's a skill you have. I don't have that. Mm. So it would be brave of me to actually step out and do that. Why? Because I could be, get away from me. I don't want the rejection. If that makes sense, I may do it wrong. All these doubts and fears will start coming in and I need to go ahead and decide it would be what Christ would do is to show compassion in a situation when somebody's breaking down and crying in a grocery store. That makes sense. Thank you for breaking that down more. (laughs) Now, I could have the morals of, no, they could take your, I I don't have compassion for other people. I don't, I only those, my family, that's it. We're going on in this world and everybody else, whatever. 
So just depends what your values are. That makes sense, yeah. We've got to remember that fear is an emotion. And it's normal when we see a threat to us physically or emotionally that fear is going to pop up. It's when fear becomes an anxiety. Oh my goodness, and you're just wringing your hands and you're anxious constantly every day about a lot of different things that it's not healthy for you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's gone from a natural response that we all have built within us. Oh, I almost hit that car in front of me. I need to pay attention, right? It was a wake-up call. And that was fear that popped up during that moment. And that was natural. That's not ungodly. It's not ungodly. It's not unnatural to have that. But when you talk about when it begins to take over Mm. on creating other emotions, other options, (laughs) control. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 talks about that be anxious for nothing. Yeah. And that we're supposed to take every situation and pray about it and give it to God a petition. And in Thanksgiving, just present it to God. Present it to God. Take it to him. So that Thanksgiving is difficult when you're in a fear zone, though. It is. But if you (laughs) practice it enough, if you practice it, you do it all the time. Even when you still feel the fear, because you will, if you're being anxious, don't know if we're going to be able to make our house payment, take that fear and put it before the Lord. I don't know how we're going to make that house payment this month. Something's happened with this or whatever it is, and this was unexpected. God, I need your help. And I can't keep walking around and being anxious about this and worrying because my blood pressure is going up or I'm trying to be with the children. And they're starting to act up because they're feeling the anxiety come from me. Yeah. So God, I'm feeling this to you. I'm so yeah. thankful you're willing to take this on and walk this journey with me and yes. hand it over that way wise. Yes. Yes. Your kids feel your stress. They feel <laughs> your fear. They feel your anxiety. They don't want mommy or daddy to be stressed out. No. No. Yes. It's sensitive. So in the beginning, I would say confront when you got to be brave and you're going, oh, I don't know. When you say, oh, there's that fear factor, right? Yes. Talk about those facts. We talked about it before and we'll always keep mentioning it again. The little train that talks about facts, faith, and fear. And fear. No. Feelings. <laughs> that was the going through. Okay. <laughs> Fact-based feelings. Yes, the feeling of fear is there. But what's the fact when we're talking about the situation? And let's go ahead and what's the price? What price are we willing to pay to be brave? Let's talk about the facts. What price are we willing to pay? So uh, I remember when I was a lot younger that um, people got raises in the company, their yearly raise that came, and it was only five cents. And that was very little for a really tough year where we took the business from one point to a better level and there was more business coming in and we could see that it was going to be a better future, but it was five cents increase for everybody straight across the board on our team. Mm -hmm. And our team worked really hard and we were told way ahead of time that we would get a bigger increase and it wasn't. And 
being brave to me was going into the office because nobody else was willing to. They said, that's just the way it is. The company's stingy or whatever it is. And it was like, but that's not, <laughs> you know, so I had to be brave and I had to, what's the facts? Well, the worst thing that can happen is I'm willing to pay the price. They might fire me. True. And it was like, well, I'm young. I went through the pause. I'm young. <laughs> I'm skilled. I could probably get another job. Might take a few weeks or whatever it is. So I went through the options, but I needed to weigh the facts first in there and figure out what it might take for me to go in there and confront that fear of talking to the boss and asking these questions and such. So that was practicing being brave. And you need to practice being brave in order to be better at it, by the way. <laughs> but hopefully it's not having to be going to your boss every time to practice it. That is correct. <laughs> but practicing bravery looks like overcoming challenging problems. So everybody has different issues, problems in their life and start challenging them. Mm. Start challenging them. And in doing that, that is being brave. True. When True. you're saying, hey, can we do something different when you're talking with other people? Boy, when it always involves other people, that changes everything, doesn't it? Because you can't control them and their thoughts. But also challenging yourself. Um, let's say, uh, I know I had a friend who was too afraid of learning how to drive and didn't want to learn. And everybody would take her everywhere. And her husband would take her where she needed to go. And it was never an issue. But the biggest thing, it was fear that was keeping her from learning how to drive and everything else. That was a personal one that wasn't involving other people around her. But she needed to go ahead and face that fear to overcome that challenge of that issue. Yeah. So it's not always a group where it's a bunch of people, but it could just be so personal with yourself. And she needed to practice to overcome that challenge that she had there because that wasn't going to be the only problem or issue she was going to have in her life. If yeah. fear was presenting itself there, it was presenting it in other ways, but she hadn't seen it yet. And we all can identify with that. <laughs> We're challenged in more than one ways in our life. <laughs> um, we, to practice bravery is to don't, choose to not climb in to a shell when things get tough when your emotions are starting to spin out of control but to say i'm not going to climb into i'm not going to go and do silent treatment i'm not going to close up and not talk to my friends right now or whatever it is move past it force yourself call your trusted friend that we have talked about talk with somebody you can talk with God and say, man, God, I just want to crawl into my covers, put the blankets over my oh, head and God help me not to do that. What would one thing be God that I could do to step forward away from climbing under the covers, away from crawling into a ball. And we would be surprised that when we ask God, you know, when we can't come up with that first step, no, because of, the, because of the overwhelm, it's very yes. hard to come up with a step period. But when you bring God into it, it's, I know it sounds silly, but it's surprising the simplest things that he will suggest you to do. 
Absolutely. That you never, never even consider. I'm thinking, I'm wishing I could come up with an idea, but I just know that when I pull God in, he redirects in such a simple way that, well, yeah, I could do that. And then that spurs something else to make a chain reaction to take me away from that desire of isolation or the, that desire of, I'm not talking to nobody on the phone today because this is just too big, you know? Yes. And when you do talk with them, which is awesome, be honest. Tell them you're afraid. Yeah. Be honest. Tell them you don't want to be hurt again. Be honest. Tell them why you don't want to be brave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They won't judge you. They shouldn't yes. anyway. They shouldn't judge you. And also when you're practicing the bravery, check your positivity. Make sure you're not doing that negative talk to yourself that we had talked about in some other shows that we have done that we really watch that negativity toward ourselves. Oh, Don't yeah. beat yourself up because you're questioning whether you should be brave or not. But does not fear bring that negative? Sure. Right? Fear brings that negative talk in and fear makes us think we aren't who we really are. <laughs> fear makes us think less of ourselves, I think. It will take that little bit of truth and stick in a lie. For sure. Yeah. And it, it will try to trump any kind of bravery that can come from it. Now, there's sometimes that you step out and you're brave and it was a total fail. <laughs> but remember, we have talked about taking those failures and making them into learning from them so that that bravery moment doesn't have to end there. Right. What you call fail, but actually a learning so that you could succeed further the next time yeah well isn't that i'm gonna bring in the sports now michael jordan hello how many times did he have to fail in his shots and, and try before he actually was drafted is that the right word drafted <laughs> i don't know basketball but i know who you're talking about yeah yes. yes he had to fail in order to move forward how many times now he's known as the best you know he has a legacy he's known he but he brave. had to be brave enough to get back up and yes. do it again the next day and get back yes. up sore and do it again and even celebrate that he tried again. I agree. Yep. It's just one example in history that we can look at of bravery. No, there may have been moments, I don't know his story, where he was starting to get frustrated or, and he needed to reach out and get encouragement from other people whether it was a coach or just as mom going, can't you see, look at your arm, you're getting more muscles and you're all this other stuff. But it's good for us to get feedback from trusted other people to feed into us, especially when we've failed and we're trying to learn from that failure, but to hear their response back to us that could help us keep moving forward again. It's huge. That's a huge one to have someone else speak truth into you. Sometimes we can't hear it out of our own mind <laughs> or believe it, you yes. know, but to hear it from someone else that we trust, you know, a walking, talking being, you know, that <laughs> not our animal, you know, it's not, it's not ourselves beating ourselves up, but it's somebody that we can trust that is not going to feed us baloney, you know, or too much praise. When, yeah, you know, yeah, that type of thing. You want the real thing. 
Yeah, we don't want the sugar dosed on us. We just, we want truth. But we have friends that can tell us what they see of truth and what they see of, of, of our potential and, and what that, could happen. That's huge. And it, it also includes those friends telling us, hey, you're not coping with this failure well. You yeah. try to be brave. You didn't cope with it well. And now you're doing this other coping behavior. Sometimes we can't see when we've gotten ourselves into an old coping behavior out there. But our friends can. We need to as well recognize when we're in an unhealthy coping behavior. So if something didn't go so well and I'm walking away from the situation and go, darn, I could have done this. Okay, so I'm going through. This is what I learned from it. But I'm still feeling the big F part of the failure word. And I go, man, you know what? I just need chocolate right now. That's a coping behavior. Used to be mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's times for chocolate, by the way. <laughs> but the reason but why I was reaching so for the chocolate was only because I still was not celebrating the win in the learning of why I failed and how I could change it for next time. So watching out for coping behaviors because they can get in there if bravery didn't work out so successfully. Now, it did work out successfully, by the way, when I went into the office and I talked to the manager and everything about, you said this, we saw this, everybody got a five you know, cent raise, that type of thing. And so when I went in there and was able to explain things, they actually were open to increasing more than that for the team because I was explaining how it was not going to help the morale and the morale is what kept things going because of the increase of the business. That so yeah, that was super helpful in there to continue to be brave, to go back. And I did go back for other things and they didn't always succeed, mm. but I learned from each one, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. Yeah. Annette, would you go back to the very first um, thing that you shared from, it was John Acuff? Yes. Okay, you shared, I think that's something that some of us could just stew on a little bit about bravery. So I'm wondering if you could reshare that again. Well, he shared that fear doesn't have a natural conclusion. Hmm. Fear never ends on its own because it moves the goalpost. It changes and rewrites the rules all the time it changes the game fear doesn't finish but bravery could start so bravery is what our goal needs to be yeah because if you're waiting for fear to conclude and stop waiting start being brave and how many of us are waiting for that in all honesty waiting for that moment when we're overcoming fear completely that moment when we have a perfect day without fear or a perfect day without it tripping us. You know what I mean? Especially for those of us with sexual abuse. That was just, that was our 24 seven operating. Um, Absolutely. Staying in the safe zone, not stepping out, not being brave. Mm -hmm. But when you find out that fear is not going to end and it changes the rules all the time, it's not fair. That's such a strong truth though. It is. And maybe we remember Man. that as we go forward today. And had we known that sooner, <laughs> the truth, some truth, just be nice to know sooner, but praise God, we're learning it now, you know, yes. and that we can walk forward in 
that information and walk forward in what is God now telling us to do with it. Be brave. Be brave. You have been listening to the Awake to Joy podcast. Views expressed in this podcast are of the speaker's opinions. Thank you for listening. If you could please give us a review below, we would appreciate it greatly, as well as sharing this podcast with your family and friends. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us at awake, the digit number two, the letter J, at gmail.com, or check out our website at awake, the digit number two, joy, the full word joy, dot com, or visit us on Facebook with Awake to Joy. Under no circumstances shall Awake to Joy, its employees, volunteers, guests, and officers be liable for any direct or indirect losses or damages arising out of comments made. We look forward to chatting with you again. Remember, you are not alone.